This is HPR episode 2729 entitled Bash Tips 18 and is part of the series Bash Scripting. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 32 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is Arrays in Bash Part 3. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello everybody, this is Dave Morris. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio. I'm doing show bash tips number 18 today. This is the third of a group of shows on the subject of arrays in bash. In the last show we looked at ways of accessing elements with negative indices and how to concatenate arrays. Then we launched into parameter expansion in the context of arrays. This was bit of a um, loop back to an earlier show where I talked about parameter expansion but I never really concentrated much on arrays in that context so I in fact I've discovered quite a lot more about what you can do with this stuff and arrays so I thought I would share this with you so I've got a few more of these parameter expansion things to look at in this episode I was going to go on to some further stuff after that but I'm going to put it in the next episode talking about the declare built-in which we've covered but uh, we haven't looked at in detail and then there's commands which assist with loading data into arrays and it does it in a better way than the way I've been doing so far so the next parameter expansion operation is string replacement and it uh, allows you to perform a single replacement within a parameter string or repeats the replacement throughout the entire string and of course it can do the same sort of thing with arrays the syntax is dollar open curly bracket parameter whatever the parameter is then a slash followed by a pattern followed by a further slash and then a string so the pattern is a glob or ext glob ext glob pattern the parameter is expanded and then a search is carried out for the longest match with the pattern and there when that's found it's replaced with string if there's no string in the uh, the syntax then it deletes this operation deletes the the thing that matches so in other words replace the pattern with nothing so you would write that as dollar open curly bracket parameter slash pattern close curly bracket so um, there's no slash string in there now the first character of pattern has a special meaning if it's one of the following three if it's a slash so you've got a double slash in that case all matches of the pattern are replaced by string so this is the one where it repeats the replacement throughout the string if it's a hash mark then it must match at the beginning of the expanded value of the parameter 
if it's a percent sign, then it must match at the end of the expanded value of the parameter. So these are the things that we saw earlier on with um, where they were actually operators all by themselves. If you're trying to match a pattern that actually starts with a hash or a percent sign, then or indeed a slash, you can use you can put a, um, a backslash in front of the the character to tell bash that it's not meant to be one of these um, characters that have special meaning. So I've got a bunch of examples in, in this one. I haven't got many downloadable examples for this stuff until we get to the end because it didn't seem worth it really. So what I've done is to show some examples of what you could type on the command line. The first one we're setting a variable called phrase to a string and it's using the old typing exercise certainly the thing that I was taught when I was a kid now is the time for all good men to come to the edge of the party I demonstrate here how you would take that and change the word men into people so if you echo the phrase and put double quotes dollar open parenth open uh, curly bracket then phrase phrase is the name of the variable, slash men, slash people, close curly bracket, close double quotes, then that will perform the operation. So when it's printed out, which is what the echo is doing, you see now's the time for all good people to come to the aid of the party. Now if we used a slash as the first character of pattern, and we can do things like replacing all occurrences of T-H-E, lowercase by T-H-E, uppercase. So you would do that with an expression, dollar, open curly bracket, phrase, two slashes, T-H-E, in lowercase, slash, T-H-E, in uppercase, close curly bracket, close quotes. And you'll see that you get these strange shouty these in the sentence. It's possible to use an EXT glob pattern, as so long as you've got... Uh, Xglob or extglob, whatever you want to call this this um, setting, switched on, and I've made it an expression which begins with an at sign, and then in parentheses the words the the and two to separated by a vertical bar. So that's a an xglob pattern which matches either the or two. Then after that I put a slash and capital X. So it's just just, just to demonstrate it. I've, I've not uh, spoken out the entire line here, but uh, hopefully you'll get the gist. So it says, now is X time for all good men, X, etc. So it's replaced the instances of the two words by, well, actually not words, but, but sequences of letters, we should say, by the, the value X. Now, I said, unfortunately, it's not possible to vary the replacement string depending on the match. You need to write something more complex to do this and I've got an example script later on which demonstrates the sort of thing that you could do if you wanted to go through and do selective replacements in um, in a sentence. You can't do it in one of these expressions anyway. So if you wanted to do you wanted to replace the capital N and the two letters that follow it at the start of the, the string in the variable phrase by the sequence of three capital X's, then you would use, I'll spell this one out, at least the um, the variable expression, dollar 
open curly bracket phrase slash then a hash mark meaning at the start of the string capital N question mark question mark slash and then three capital X's close curly bracket close quote so you'll then see XXX is the time now what this is doing is it is making a change at the start of the string and you're giving it a string which is in the variable phrase and there's only one start you can replace whatever's at the start so I've replaced the N and the three letters that follow it but you can't you can't do that multiple times because there's only one start so this this um, was not immediately obvious to me hopefully it is with you but uh, I want you to benefit from my mistakes so I've tried to do a bit of an ex experiment or a demonstration which shows this business of trimming things off the front and the end of a, of a string so I've got a, a different variable p2 I've called it and it's equal to the string in single quotes hash mark abc hash close single quote and then I echo that as in double quotes dollar open curly bracket p2 slash then backslash hash close uh, curly bracket close double quotes so that's it matching a case where the string itself begins with one of these magical characters and you get back abc without the leading and i just for for the sake of completeness i guess i did a similar thing where i i won't read the whole thing got p2 slash percent hash inside the curly brackets and what that does is to remove the trailing hash because there we are using one of these um, controlling characters these special characters after the slash and it's the percent which means do trimming at the end of the string and uh, and the thing to, to remove is a hash we don't need to backslash it because it's not a special it's not a meta character in this particular case so let's look at examples of all this stuff using arrays if the parameters are an array expression using an at sign or an asterisk as an index then the substitution is applied to each member of the array so in my demonstration here I declare an indexed array whose elements are the words from the example phrase. And the way I do that is to use declare space hyphen a space, and I've called the array words equals, and then open parenthesis dollar phrase close parenthesis. I've actually put spaces around phrase, but you don't need to. It just makes it a little easier to read. That's the only reason I put them there. So if you echo the expression in double quotes dollar open curly bracket words open square brackets at sign close square brackets slash question mark slash x so what that's going to do is it's going to replace the first letter of each element with a capital x that uh, that's part of the expression so instead of now is we get x out xs and so on and so forth you could do this, do a similar thing with replacing the last letter of each element with an x by inside the double quotes putting dollar open curly bracket words and in square brackets an at sign slash percent this is the meta character x percent question mark 
slash capital X close quote, curly bracket close double quotes. So here we see instead of now you get NOX is and it turns into IX and so forth. Now here's an interesting one that I, was not obvious to me at the start. If the pattern part of the expression consists of a hash or a percent on its own, you can add text to each element at the start or the end. So I demonstrate this by an expression which um, is in double quotes, dollar, open curly bracket, words, open square bracket, at sign, close square bracket, slash, hash mark, slash, then an equals and a greater than sign and a space, close curly bracket, close double quotes. And then what you find is that in front of each word is an equal sign and a greater than sign and a space, which looks like a little arrow type thing. And um, done this. So you can do the similar thing by adding them to the end, but I, I won't spell that one out because I think it should be pretty obvious. It's in the notes here anyway. Now it is possible for the string part of this expression to be a reference to another variable. And you could even put a command substitution in there, but it's not really very, it's not a very powerful feature. But so I've got a demonstration here of, in the double quotes after an echo, dollar, open curly bracket, words, square brackets, at sign, slash, hash mark, slash. And then after, uh, there's the string part, dollar, open curly bracket, words, square brackets, one close curly bracket, space, close curly bracket, double quotes. So it's taking the second the, the second word of words, remember they are indexed from zero, and just sticking it in front of every word. So that word is is, so you're seeing is now, is, 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 the, is time, and so on. So you can do that. I have no idea why you would want to, but you could. But you can't change that value as you're going along. The value is derived once, before the multiple substitutions begin. And I've written down here that this statement is not a script and is executed internally by bash. So you can't do stuff that, that um, you would use in a bash script that would, that would change each time it was invoked. So my final example in this particular subsection is to use $random, that's capital random written in capitals, which is a variable I've mentioned before, which when you put a dollar in front of it, you get back a random number. If you do that, and you put it in an expression which prepends it to each element of the, the array, what you get is random is invoked once, and the value that you get back is then used to um, stick in, in front of each word. So in this particular test I did, the number came back as 9559. So that's just simply put in front of every word in the every element of the array. So it, it's, you'd think, oh, that would be cool, I could do do something with random numbers in, but you can't, not by this method. So the next and final parameter expansion we're gonna look at today is the one where it allows you to change the case of the string in the parameter. Change the case of alphabetic characters, naturally enough, because it's hard to change the case of a number so I've, I've just taken the syntax diagrams from the GNU Bash manual and put them into the notes here. So you've got dollar, open curly bracket, and then the name of the parameter. Then you've got a caret, or an up arrow if you like to call it that, followed by the pattern, then close curly bracket. That is 
the one case, the one instance, and the the other one is where you you put two of these characters, two circumflexes or carrots or however you like to call them. So one or two of these things. Those two change to uppercase. The other two use a comma in between the parameter and the pattern, and you get one comma or two commas, and they force the matching characters to lowercase. Now it's important to understand what, what it says in the manual. It's one of these cases where you really need to read every word of the description in the in the manual. I'm not sure whether it's this is the case in the man page. I was actually going from the uh, GNU Bash manual. But um, it's important to understand what they're trying to say because this is quite dense information. <laughs> and it took me a while to, for it to sink in. Let me read it to you. Each character in the expanded value of parameter is tested against pattern. And if it matches the pattern, its case is converted. The pattern should not attempt to match more than one character. So the pattern matches only one character, not a word or something similar. There's also another quote from the, the manual, part of which I've put down here, and it says the the caret character or the up arrow character and comma expansions match and convert only the first character in the expanded value. So if you're using single ones of these things, they only match the first character. So if you're expecting, as I did, things to, to work differently, you will be you will be caught off guard by this. So that's why I'm making a point of the, the actual description. Hopefully it will be clear after my examples. Now if the pattern is omitted, it's treated as if it's a question mark, which will match every every character. If the parameter is an array variable with an at or asterisk as subscript, then it's going to do things on the entire array, each element at, at a time. Let's look at simple variable case, and if we take the phrase that we were playing with earlier, now is the time thing, then if we echo in double quotes dollar open curly bracket phrase then two caret symbols open square bracket a e i o u close square bracket close curly bracket close double quotes what that's saying is to find every vowel and change its case to uppercase so what you get back is a sentence which or a phrase which says now is the time where each vowel, the O and the I and the E and so forth, are all uh, changed to uppercase. That is, because we're using the double caret, it's going to find all the matches. So it's going to go to each element, each um, part of the string, each, each, uh, each instance of a vowel in the string, and it's going to change it to uppercase. But if you use the thing, the next example, which is the same same. Uh, expression but with a single carrot and apply that to the phrase you get nothing nothing comes back nothing changes the first vowel is not converted first vowel is the o now but, but that's because the pattern is compared with the first letter capital n and it which is a which it which isn't a vowel obviously so it does nothing and that's because of the 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 matching with the first character in the parameter. Okay, I hope that's clear. So let's look at the array case and we'll we'll use the array called words which we built earlier. And 
we're going to try using the uh, the vowel pattern again because that seems like a good thing to to play with so if we echo in double quotes dollar open curly bracket words and in square brackets an at sign then we follow that with a single caret and square brackets and then the vowels close square brackets close curly bracket close double quotes what that's going to do is to go down the array and for each word that's each element it will replace the first vowel the first character with a with a capital form if it's a vowel so when you look at it you see now is the time for all so now doesn't have any vowel doesn't start with a vowel is begins with a, a vowel so that's capitalized the time well, they both have vowels, but they're not not the first one. Four, it uh, contains a vowel, but doesn't doesn't um, neither of them. Uh, the vowel is not at the start of the, the word. Then we come to all. Well, all is capitalized because it begins with the vowel. It's matched. I've written this down in probably a better way than I just said. It's matched any array element that starts with the vowel and has made the vowel leading uh, leading vowel uppercase. So if we do the same thing again, but use two caret signs, then that operates on all vowels in each element and gives the same result as when we used the, the single variable called phrase. You see now is the time with all, every vowel in every word has been upcased. And I did one where it does an equivalent, but operates on all non-vowels. And uh, you'll recall that you do that by simply beginning your square bracketed list of, of characters with a caret, <laughs> which uh, reverses the effect. So it's it's looking for all letters which are not vowel. So in this case, it changes N-O-W to uppercase the, the W, because it's not a vowel, is, gets an uppercase S, and so on. But f the final point is to say that don't try the... A type of ext glob type match when you're working in this sort of mode because it doesn't work. So my example is after the the two caret signs and at open parenthesis good and then vertical bar men close parenthesis and uh, so in other words match either the words good or the word men and run that and nothing happened because that doesn't match with the the requirement in the manual which says the pattern should not attempt to match more than one character and here we're trying to match two words and it doesn't work so let's get on finally to my two examples which are very 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 similar they're both doing pretty much the same thing but using two different methods i was thinking about how would you make a script to change specific words into other words i was thinking more in terms of the uh, find and replace type operations how would you do that in using loops and stuff and i've said in the notes here it's contrived and overly complex changing selected words in a phrase by different words but it, it's not a trivial exercise but my first attempt at solving it is way way over the top in terms of complexity and after i'd written it, it suddenly hit me like a bolt of lightning that it was really daft way of doing it so I wrote wrote a better way and put that in the example too I'll skim over this one fairly quickly this script switches ext glob on 
that's the first point it creates a variable called phrase with this wonderful now's the time business it creates an empty variable called new phrase that's going to contain the transformed thing then it declares two arrays the first one is an associative array which I call transform and it consists of a bunch of elements remember associative array takes words or character strings as in indices so I'm making elements like one which where the key is or the index is the word good and that the value relating to that is bad the word bad then we've got men and people and party and community as the, the different keys and elements we also declare a index array called keys so what I then try and do is to make a, a pattern which is created by collecting together all the keys out of the array and turning them into a string that looks looks like you know key a vertical bar key and that's done by using the um, thing we, we talked about earlier on was it last last episode I can't remember the open curly uh, dollar open curly bracket exclamation mark name of array then in um, square brackets and at sign or an asterisk close curly brackets what that returns is a list of all the keys and put that in the ver- in the array called keys then make a variable called targets which is made by adding vertical bars after each word then take off the last one because there was an extra one stuck on then remove all spaces because there was spaces crept in and then finally save that in a in a variable called pattern didn't need to have done it this way but uh, which puts all that list together inside and after an at sign and inside uh, parentheses so we would have an expression or a string that consisted of an at sign an open parenthesis list of words good men party each separated by a vertical bar close parenthesis that's our pattern it's an ext glob pattern so then there's a loop which goes for word in dollar phrase semicolon space do so that's going to take the the phrase and then work through each each word within it each space delimited word and then there's a test if and then in extended um extended test with the double square brackets dollar word equals equals dollar pattern that's comparing the word that we just got with the ext glob pattern semicolon then word equals dollar open curly bracket transform square brackets dollar word close square bracket close curly bracket so in other words make the variable word equal whatever the element of the transform array contains relating to corresponding with the key of that particular word then add the word that comes out of all this which will either be the words as the the loop presented it or will have been transformed to adding it to new phrase with the space after it then at the end echo new phrase so that actually works it 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 actually goes through the 
the the phrase now is the time for all good men and you get back now is the time for all bad people blah 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 so whoopee but it's quite a lot of work went into that and as i say for example too there are other ways of doing this and it struck me that the loop could simply check if the current word is in the transform array and replace the word if so and leave it alone if not there's no explicit does key x exist in this associate associative array feature in bash so it's not entirely obvious how you do that until you you think about it or in my case experiment with it a bit so i've made a second example the first one was called bash 18 ex1 this is ex ex1.sh this is ex2.sh and it's using a simpler way of transforming individual words in text and the key of it is that we use the conditional expression that we looked at in show 2659, which is hyphen v space, then the name of a variable. Remember, the name of a variable, okay, not the contents, the name of it. We, we, we looked at it, I think I mentioned it as we were looking at this list, great long list of um, conditional things. And I said uh, that that could be useful, but it wasn't entirely clear. I didn't go into details about how you would use it, as I recall. So looking at example two, it's pretty much the same. We declare phrase, we declare new phrase. This time we just declare the associative array transform. And I've added another word to it. So we've got good is to be transformed into bad. Men become people. Aid will become assistance party will become community the idea was that you could just add words to this ray as the mood took you and it would call that would change the behavior of the script and it would perform different transformations so again we've got a loop for word in dollar phrase semicolon space do but the test is if and then in double square brackets hyphen v space transform there's no dollar transform square bracket dollar word close square bracket close the double square brackets semicolon space then so that's a test to see whether the transform array with a key of whatever word is at this particular time so in the first case it would be the word now is there a an element of transform with the key now the capital n well, the answer will be no, there isn't, because, you know, there isn't one. And uh, so that particular test would be skipped. But if it, if it does match, then we, we set the variable word to whatever the value of that particular element is in the transform array. And then that gets saved in the variable new phrase by appending to the end with a plus equals, as, as before. And we simply print that out at the end. So the important aspect of this is that it's possible to test if an element exists in an array, an associative array, by using hyphen v. It's not obvious from the description, but it is possible. The description says hyphen v var name is true if the shell variable var name is set, brackets has been assigned a value. I put that into I copied that into the the notes here. That's not entirely clear to me as meaning does this array contain a key of this type? Well it doesn't strictly mean that. It just means does it have an element which looks like this? And it will 
it will actually match it will return true even if the array element with that particular key is empty if you haven't set it to any values I experiment with this didn't put the experiment in the notes but uh, it will will return true return false if it doesn't exist in that array so that's really a, it's a much 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 better it's not as clever but then cleverness sometimes the the downfall of well, me anyway trying to be too smart so that works and the other thing is the hyphen v is followed by the name of the variable so the name of the array with the with the subscript amounts to the same it's the name of the element i guess but anyway that's what that's what's acceptable so if you run it now of course i had to run this now is the time for all bad people to come to the assistance of the community hope you find that useful bye now You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.